Hello and welcome to episode 38, season 2 of Our Small Holding Life, warts and all. Um, just looking at the calendar to see what date. Oh, it's the 6th of October. It's the 6th of October 2022. Um, <laughs> the very first uh, blurb I'm going to give you this morning is our, a wart a wart. So um, this morning, flying around uh, locally on Tinternet is the um, news that uh, bird flu is in our region. And uh, so it's 13 miles, no, nine miles away from us, um, I think. So at the minute, so there is uh, a three kilometre zone lockdown zone then a 10 kilometer um surveillance zone and then we are so that i think was that three kilometers anyway it relates to nine miles is the surveillance zone and we are three miles outside that um three or four something like that so we're not far we're not far away from um the zone uh the epicenter if you like of the regional <laughs> the regional bird flu um so i just i had a phone john i said we're going to have to prepare the stables because i what i don't want is i don't want to be that farm um that then gets bird flu you know if we're inside of the zone locked down fine i don't really want to be that farm that gets um bird flu um Oh, it's a nightmare. Uh, you know, and John said, well, this is exactly the reason I didn't want to get any more chickens. And I get it because this is what, this is October. And I, normally it's not locked down until December, as I keep saying. And then it sort of lifts at the beginning of April. Well, last last time, the beginning of this year, it was a lot later than that. Um, it was it's December right through, I think it was to the end of May or something like that. Um, oh, absolute nightmare. Uh, yeah, so that's thrown... Um, everything up in the air this morning because it puts you on tender hooks because like oh no um yeah so that's that's the, that's the first news of the week of this podcast great uh it's not far away mm. it's a worry it's a worry um on the on a brighter note i went to flower club last night and uh did my arrangement in a pumpkin and i showed girls this morning and charlotte's like oh my goodness mum you need to get them on instagram and um sell some <laughs> i'm like really yeah yes really um so okay I'll, I'll um stage some kind of photo shoot and put it on there and see if anybody wants to buy an arrangement in a pumpkin it's not really my thing i have to say that when they were all there together last night they looked amazing really colorful very cheery which i guess is kind of what you want at this time of year um but they're not really my sort of thing at all um <laughs> but i'll give it a go you know why not it's uh you know every, you know every little helps especially as one um side of the small holding seems to be getting much more difficult year on year um maybe this is the this is just the you know a different branch that is beginning to bloom that's how i have to look at it anyway it's quite sunny um the sky is blue it's quite chilly out this morning mind you um 
and I've still got so the chicken carcasses uh, I turned on last night actually and I turned them off before I went to bed because I don't really like stuff being on overnight and then I've just turned them on again this morning it's got two crock pots full of chicken carcasses uh, celery onion carrot um making some nice stock there I'll just I'll probably just take those through to lunchtime again and turn them off so get some really deep depth flavor hopefully out of those yeah so far that's the news already this morning i've procrastinated a little bit this morning i know it's becoming a theme um i do have to say to myself come on dawn you have to uh do things something anything really but um, sometimes my mind becomes occupied with other things and I think can't do anything until I've done that. And this morning it was um, flowers. So um, I was doing the, trying to make a display for the pumpkin to um, the pumpkin flowers uh, to see if I can drum up some business um, doing those and getting a lot of comments, a lot of positive comments. And um, one of the ones that I i've got today is uh particularly um a comment that i uh cherish really because it's from a friend who is a trained florist um and you know she just put gorgeous gorgeous and i just think oh yes i must be getting it right then if if she thinks it's gorgeous um so yeah so i did that and then uh, because that, uh, I watched that uh, workshop yesterday that I paid for, I thought, right, I'm going to go out and cut some flowers and try the method that she was showing us on there. So I've just made a little small handheld posy uh, using her method. And it, act, I mean, it looks amazing. Um, you know, it, I mean, the flowers do the job. All you have to really do is put them together in a, in a way that looks good. <laughs> and they've done the job for you already by growing... Um, into such beautiful um, blooms but yeah so um yeah that's just yeah I'm procrastinating a lot well kind of but not but um I, there are other things I should be getting on with I don't feel particularly well today which is probably why I'm holding off doing anything strenuous I feel a little bit heady a little bit hot a little bit sniffly I'm like um and a little bit tired with it so I'm not sort of putting my energies into anything but I always think the day is going to go very slowly if I don't do anything at all. So um, if I mooch around and do some gentle things, I think it might have been a theme this week already. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look back. Um, if I do some gentle things, and I've got the twins later, which is always pretty um, high energy and quite tiring at the end of that, um, mentally and uh, emotionally a lot of the time. So... Um, I'll save myself for that, but uh, I, yeah, it's it's not even dinner time yet. I really do need to find something to do, or go for a walk, or something productive, useful, something that counts. Hello, it's Friday morning, eight o'clock. Um, I didn't do a lot else yesterday. I really didn't. I've, uh, I did go for a walk, actually. So I thought, come on, Dawn, you've got to do something. So I took myself off for a walk around the village again um, in the hopes that it would sort of chivvy me up. But it actually just made me really tired. So I thought, well, we obviously need to rest. So that's what I did. I rested in the afternoon and then the twins came. And then 
Um, and then I rested again in the evenings. John was playing pool. So uh, I feel a little bit better today. Um, but it's early, so I don't know. Uh, I, th- I have a feeling it's just some sort of virus. Um, I don't think it's anything else. But um, um, I'm hoping it's, it's... No, it's not massive. It's just like one of those, ugh, something and nothing. But it doesn't make you feel good. Um, either that or I said to John, it's all these flipping COVID jabs we keep having pumped into us. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yes, yeah, so this morning I thought, right, I need to get up and get on because I needed to sort out the chicken carcasses that were in the slow cook. And I remember I, I slow cooked them all evening um, on whatever day it was, Wednesday, Wednesday evening. I then turned them off overnight. I then turned them on again uh, f- f- until um, around about 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I turned them on when I got up um, at sort of, well, I turned them on around about 7 o'clock uh, and I turned them off again at 11. Um because I wanted to uh, turn turn everything, give everything a turnover, you know, mix it up a bit, and really pull out everything that all the goodness out of them. So, um, in each of the crock pots were two carcasses: um, some celery, onion, garlic, and carrot. I also put a splash of white wine vinegar in both of them because apparently. Uh, vinegar pulls the goodness out of the marrow in the bones. Um, I don't know the science behind that. I don't know if that's true, but it doesn't hurt to add it, so I did. So this morning I thought, uh, and then I left it to cool again. So today, I this morning, I've literally just finished um, straining it, um, uh, picking through it, picking out the good bits, picking out the celery, you know, um, and bagging it up. Now, I've only ended up with... Um, a litre of um, liquid. Uh, but boy, that, that liquid is packed full of nutrients. Um, I think you, I could have put more water in it when I did it uh, and you would have ended up a bit, it kind of um, what was, dilutes it down, I guess. This looks amazing. It tastes amazing. It smells amazing. Um, and it's, it's now going to go in the freezer. What I've done is I've got chicken... I've marked up one, it's just clear, it's chicken stock. I've completely um, sieved that one, and that's just chicken stock. The other one is the other chicken stock from the other thing, but all with all the bits in, with all the bits of celery and the carrot and the bits of chicken that I pulled off, <clears throat> the bits of garlic and that that are all in there. So that will, what well, I've labelled that as chicken broth at the minute. Um, it will, basically, it's a chicken soup, chicken broth. Um so I've got uh, a stock for when we do a roast chicken another time uh, or whatever. And uh, I've got a broth that will be great for a really cold day or a day when, you know, you feel like you really need some uh, a pack, uh, you know, a punch of nutrients. So that's what I've got. I then got a pile of obviously bones and leftovers and everything in the in the one of the crock pots at the minute to... Um, do something with and we I will feed those to our dogs and cats um I know there's a lot of contention about whether you should or you shouldn't I always have done we've had dogs for uh 40 years um sometimes five dogs at a time they've always been fine it that's down to personal choice um but we do feed ours I will feed ours the bones, leftover bones, which are well soft by now because they have been, you know, in the 
cooker for such a long time they are incredibly soft so um yeah so that's what i do so no wastage from any of that um last night john had bubble and squeak um i had a uh chicken leg this is from the roast chicken that i did i had a roast leg with some rice um and then i put another leg in the freezer and uh something else i put in the freezer i can't remember what it was now anyway so that's gone in the freezer the rest of the chicken um yeah i don't know what i'm doing i must have tidied all that, all that last night i don't know what i'm not I've lost i've lost a bit of time somewhere <laughs> but yeah so all of the chicken you know, none of it gets wasted none of it gets wasted at all so uh that's great so that's what i did so i just thought i'd tell you that this morning um and uh i don't know what i'm gonna do the rest of the day i've had a couple of inquiries for pumpkins to do but they don't want them till next week which is understandable they want them nearer um halloween that's that's quite understandable um yeah it's friday it's friday um i'll find out find some jobs to do oh i had some plants arrive yesterday as well so i need to these are double hellebore so these are going to be for uh early winter early well you know new year flowers then flowers coming up to christmas or the new year I get them in now and give them a good soak and a feed they might uh, produce flowers by christmas who knows um but yeah that's what i'm gonna do today and other things i'm sure Gosh, it's only 10 o'clock, so not long since I last said anything, but I've had a right two hours of flurry this morning um, <laughs> because the uh, pumpkin arrangement that I did the other night um, and the girl said, oh, yeah, you want to put those on uh, you know, on social media and sell a few of those. Well, that's getting a lot of activity, a lot of traffic and a lot of inquiries. <laughs> so um and i've got someone coming today to pick up the one i actually did on wednesday which i they wanted it for today so i said wait right you can have this one at a discount discounted price then um and then uh um a lady from the village messaged me and said could i do a um a tabletop sale for their christmas coffee morning in november um and sell things and I'm like oh I don't know I've never done that before I don't know and I'm like of course I can do so I said yes of course I can that would be fun <laughs> so now I'm having to rush around I think and have a look and see what I've got and what I can make and everything else um and then she's like you can take orders for Christmas wreaths if you like and I'm like oh I don't know <laughs> sounds like it's all suddenly kicking off and uh which is great but um yeah, it's put me in a flurry. It's put me in a flurry. So I've just stopped for a cup of coffee now for a minute just to regroup. And uh, and then I was messaging another lady who wants a pumpkin arrangement at the end of the month and saying, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that day because I've got to do... I've got a funeral that day. And then I looked in the diary and I thought, no, it's not that day at all. And that's the day you're cutting the flowers for the funeral wreath. So that's a message about, which seems terribly unprofessional. But um, hopefully she'll understand. Yeah, it's all... Uh, so I'm having to... So and the other thing I've got as well is, um, if you do any of this, I so I've got a diary, a desk diary, you know, a, a book, um, which I started using for all the flowers and that. But I've also got, obviously, a kitchen diary, a kitchen calendar that we've always had. So I'm having to write things on both because John will never look in my diary because he will never think to look in there, but he will look at the kitchen calendar. So I have to duplicate what I'm doing <laughs> both times and remember to do that and... Uh, Otherwise, he will go, well, you didn't tell me. I'm like, normally I can say, it's on the calendar. 
<laughs> but if I've just literally put it in my diary and not on the calendar, um, I'll be in trouble. So yeah, <sighs> I'm going to have a coffee now. Good morning, Saturday morning, it's quarter to ten, the sun is shining. It's a bit chilly, but the sun is shining and the sky is blue. Hopefully it's going to be a lovely day today. Um, I've done a load of washing in anticipation and hung it out, hoping that it's going to dry. Um, I've got plenty of uh, bits and pieces to do, but um, uh, John's gone off to get feed this morning. Um, and a lot of the chatter on... The small holding groups that I'm on um, and things is about the impending doom of shutting down the birds again already. There's already been a um, a call from the British Poultry Association to um, lock the birds away again. Um, and obviously the conversation turns to the fact that um, these are, you know, massive, not always, but big farms that are, um, have had thousands of birds culled. Um, I believe it's up in Norfolk and Suffolk up that way. Um, and uh, it, it just seems really particularly unfair on um, people who keep small flocks because, you know, in effect, these people are monocropping. That's what they've got, a monocrop. And it, obviously, if it gets in, it's going to devastate the whole crop, whether it's a crop of, you know, vegetation or a crop of birds. Um, it's such a... And, and the thing is, is, you know, the whole conversation is around the fact that these big boys have got the money, they lobby, you know, they can get things... They can get everything shut down when they want to... Uh, to save their industry. Meanwhile, uh, small keepers, small flock keepers are um, struggling to uh, house their birds and they don't want to house their birds for months and months on end, that kind of thing. And why should they when the chances are a small place like ours um, doesn't have uh, comings and goings so that you're not there. I know the wild birds are, t uh, are moving it about as well, but also, you know, in places like that, they've got transportation in, out, in, out, in, out all the time. Um, you know, they've got people, you know, presumably a lot of staff, a lot of footfall there as well. Whereas here, nobody comes here, you know, um, uh, but we do have wild birds, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, but there are, you know, two ways it can be um, transmitted or, or brought in. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but one thing I do know is that as uh, small individual flock keepers, we don't have a representative body. Um, collectively, if we did, we could probably make some noise. Um, but we don't, and so we can't. Um, and it's always been my, uh, you know, thought that um, the big boys, they don't want people to keep small backyard flocks. I, you know, when I say the big boys, I don't know who really, but the industry, they don't want it. Um you know, they don't want to have to legislate, you know, government doesn't want to have to legislate individually to small flocks, I guess. But I don't know. It's all become so complicated that it takes away the pleasure of any, you know, keeping them, keeping birds at all. Um, because there is, you know, each each year now, year on year, it's getting worse and worse. Uh, will it get worse to the point where there just is not an industry anymore? And then it will be back to small, you know, local producers. 
<laughs> it seems counterintuitive of these, uh, you know, these massive big flocks. I don't know. I don't know. These are my thoughts. So they're rambling around in my head. But if you've got any thoughts, let me know because um, I'd love to hear. But, it, it, you know, it's, uh, it's not a good situation we're in. And many people are giving up. And as I said, we've got it, what, however many, I don't know if it's 13 kilometres or 13 miles down the road or 10 miles or whatever that equates to. But one thing I do know is if we get it and we're wiped out, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it again. Um, and, there, and there are so many small producers and small flock keepers who are uh, thinking the same. In fact, you know, they're not even because they've got it, but just because it's become too difficult uh, to house their birds for that long um, over the winter. And it's, it's not great welfare. It's not great welfare. And what on earth are they thinking? Um, they need to come up with some a different plan other than just lock the birds all down because the welfare of those birds is going to be horrendous, really, year on year, uh, is my thoughts anyway. I don't know. Let me know if you have any. Good morning. It's Monday morning. Um, the rain woke me up about, oh, it must have been about five o'clock some quite heavy rain, but it's stopped now. It's now almost eight o'clock and it's uh, gone. Um, it's damp outside. Um, the radiators came on overnight, so it must have felt quite chilly at some point. Um, I believe the sun is coming out today, mind you, so I dry everything out. Yesterday was um, a cracking day, a beautiful day. Um, We've had a couple, well, a lot of nice autumn days and um, some great temperatures, really, for the time of year. So yesterday, um, spent a lot of time, well, most of the day, right through to about half past three outside in the garden. Um, just, like, cutting stuff back, tidying areas, but not too tidy because I want to leave a lot of uh, ground cover for the, you know, the insects and um you know, seed heads for the birds and stuff like that. But a bit of tidying up in some areas I just wanted to get under control a little bit. Um, yeah, so I did some planting up. I've done some seed sowing, some seed saving and, uh, you know, packet them up and and write on there what they are and save those for next year. Because that's always um, cost effective and uh, a great thing to do to close the loop. Um what else did I do? Oh, I've picked some, cut some flowers for drying and hung those up. Um, just lots. I just spent a lot of time outside um, tidying things away, tidying up plant pots, uh, you know, loads of different things. Um, all outside. It was lovely. It was a beautiful day. Shelley came over um, about half past two, something like that, for an hour with the kids. And then, um, and John, what was John doing? John was doing all sorts of things. There was a, a rail down on the fence. He went and put that back up. He's been uh, painting the side of the house um, with the half of tub of uh, paint, you know, that was left over from when we first did it. So he's done that. Um, oh, he went off and got feed on Saturday morning, so had to unload all that. And then he's been uh, in the back putting up the rest of the chipboard. Not chipboard, it's... Um, Supply, that's the word. Um, oh, he also uh, cleared out all of the stables properly. Um, he did clear them out a while back before, but he's completely cleared them out. 
in the event that we then go into lockdown with the birds. So they're all cleared out, ready just to put in fresh sawdust and uh, house the birds. We did have a, a talk about what on earth we're going to do because we've got quite a few old birds now that are, they're just not laying. He was going to count them, but he didn't tell me whether he did or not. Um, and we're debating what to do with those because um, obviously if we go into lockdown... Uh, Oh, I don't know. They, they, you know, they, they're they getting on, really, and we need to move them on. We don't do this, and we should. We should turn over the birds, um, and a lot of people just sell on their laying flock. But ours have, got, <laughs> ours have got a bit sort of old and knackered, and I'm not sure anybody would even want them if we gave them away, to be honest. Um, so it's, uh, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, we kind of got to the point where we think, well, yeah, we'll get rid of, um, we'll move on some of those. Normally we just leave them out the back, but obviously if we're going into lockdown, we can't. We're not going to be able to do that. We leave them out the back just to live out the rest of their life. But uh, living out the rest of their life in a shed when they're not even productive is, you know, in a stable when they're not productive is not going to be, you know, it's not great, is it? Uh, having said that, wherever you move them on to, if you get they get locked down, could be even worse conditions. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not quite entirely sure what we're going to do. We do need to um, get some new birds. We said we wasn't going to. We oh, I don't know. We're just all over the place with it. We do. We don't. We do. We don't. We will. We won't. Uh, <laughs> but if we got a a new batch, and it wouldn't be very many. Um, we would then just have the two batches, which is oh, what we should have been doing all along. We, the idea was to have two batches, one in the front lot, one in the back. And then when the time come, we move the oldest lot on and get a new lot in. That was always how, but we've ended up with birds here, birds there, birds everywhere. Um, and no cohesive system, really. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little bit up in the air at the minute. Not quite entirely sure what we're going to do with those, what we're going to do at all. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that was what John was doing, quite a lot of that. And then, um, then we went for a roast dinner at Charlotte Macca's, which was lovely. Um, uh, I babysat Oscar on Saturday night while they went out um, for their first night out. And uh, as a thank you, they did uh, roast dinner on the Sunday, which was absolutely delicious. And it's so nice to go and... Um, somebody else do the cooking amazing um so yeah that's where that's kind of the weekend um lots of uh, my my um garlic cake oh that's another thing my garlic cake <laughs> i'm still waiting for the onions to come and wh- the area that i'd identified i thought well, i'm going to clear all that and uh that's where i'm going to plant the garlic and onions to overwinter and anything else that i think might overwinter i will put over there and then, um, so I'm out there, I went to put something in the compost heap and I find John tipping all of the um, the stuff that he'd taken out of the stable onto the area that I was uh, identified to plant all this in. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I just put, I thought I'll put this here. I thought, <laughs> and I thought that's difficult. That, so the garden is my domain, but you've now decided you're going to dump all that there in a place that I've just identified to clear <laughs> to... Um, to grow stuff in. I'm like, you need to check with me first, really, because that's my area. I, it's not yours. But anyway, he said, well, it'll be all right. It'll be good for the garden, won't it? I, yeah, well, it will be. Um, 
but it means I've got a little bit more clearing to do now uh, and spreading and everything else but hey ho never mind um so yeah that's kind of what we've done what we've done over the weekend and we're back to Monday morning um John's gone off to work he's got loads of work on I mean I, just we keep having this conversation you know where is this um recession uh you know and people holding back and saving their money because it's not happening here um it, you know the phone just is continuously ringing he, I think he's almost he's booked up through to Christmas now so anything else that comes in now is like you're going to say to them you know you're gonna have to wait till the new year is, is that booked up and um Shelley went to Shelley and that went to Oxford on Saturday because they had a, like a science festival thing up in Oxford so they took the kids to the museums and everything um, and they walked around the centre of Oxford. She said, absolutely heaving. There is no sign of people not shopping or not buying or anything. It, it was just, she said, it's absolutely heaving with people. Um, so I don't know. Where, where is this recession? It, it's, not, uh, it's not hitting here yet at all. I can tell you that for nothing. Nobody is, you know, when you speak to people, nobody is worried about the, the rising cost of everything. They're not. Um, and they are still buying, 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 and they are still, uh, you know, having stuff done regardless. There's, there's just no sign of it. Um, I don't know whether it will eventually come or whether it will... I know, it, we, as I say, we are in an affluent area on the whole, but uh, still, it, you know, with all the doom and the gloom that you hear on the news all the time, you'd think um, it would be hitting a little bit hard, uh, but it's not. It doesn't seem to be. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yep, going forward today, I've just looked at my uh, diary, and I've got a lot coming up. I just realised that that, um, that uh, craft fair is only about three weeks away. I've got a wreath, a funeral wreath to make uh, next week for next week, um, and uh, I've got so I've got to make stuff for the craft fair is what I'm trying to say. And uh, I've got to bear in mind I need to do that funeral wreath. And I really do need to start looking at the books. Uh, it's October. I really need to get that done before the end of the month. Um, <sighs> I don't know. Each year I say, I'm going to get it done just after April. Never do, never do. Uh, because it's so busy. That time of year, it's incredibly busy. So you might as well wait for the rainy days and the colder days when you can't really get out there and sit down and do the books then, which is exactly what I do. But then it becomes a pressure to get them done, which is exactly what has happened. So at some point um, over the next two weeks, I will be sitting down and ploughing through reams and reams of paperwork and getting it all in order and getting it off to the accountant ASAP. Hello, it's uh, Tuesday, um, 20 past two. It's a glorious day, I have to say. Um, the sun is just lovely and warm. Uh, I've got three layers on though, two and a half, mind you, but it's still, it's warm. Um, the pots, flowers in pots are drying out quite um, readily in this sunshine. The flowers are loving it and carrying on doing what flowers do they're getting a great uh 
Indian summer, if you like, and they're still producing plenty of blooms, um, the dahlias especially, although the first sort of real frost, so we've managed to escape a bit of frost at the minute. We've had a, a slight frost, but it hasn't actually touched the flowers at all. Um, so the flower, the dahlias are flowering away nicely, although I did cut a lot this morning and took them in to dry because the minute that frost hits them hard, they'd be uh, mush. And so we might as well get them while I can. Um, I spent the morning making Christmas cards, would you believe, <laughs> for the um, Christmas coffee morning. I thought I'd better get, make a few of them. If I do a couple of hours every now and again, I should have enough to, to put out and sell. Um, and then I've just really, I've been going around deadheading and uh, weeding and all that sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's glorious. Yesterday... Um, Oh, I didn't have a very good day. I was really, really fatigued yesterday. I don't know why. I'm hoping this is going to pass sooner or later. But yesterday I was really quite fatigued. And so I didn't really do a lot at all. Um, just because I couldn't. I just couldn't even... I couldn't even be bothered to think. You know, that is that bad. So, but I've had a good morning this morning already. Although I am feeling tired again now. Which you can probably hear in my voice. But, um, yeah, so... But it's a nice, beautiful day. Uh, you know, what's not to love? It's so nice out here. I'm sat outside out the front, soaking up the heat a little bit um, before it disappears later. It's very chilly in the mornings and chilly in the evenings. But um, when this sun is out in the day, oh, it's amazing. Uh, oh, yeah, the other weird thing that's happened today is um, in the boot room, I thought there's a funny smell in here. And uh, in the boot room, there's half a skull of a fox. Um, must have been dragged in by the dogs I imagine it's still got some fur on it so God knows what's happened to it but there's definitely there's teeth in it and everything so I can see that it's it was a fox um, I don't know where they've got that from or what has happened to it or anything but uh, yeah like first of all I thought it was a bit of bone that they'd buried somewhere and I looked at it I thought no it's got teeth and uh, <laughs> it's definitely a fox so yuck um <laughs> mystery is a mystery hello it's wednesday uh quarter to 12 i think <laughs> um uh this morning i have been um all morning because it's quite chilly out to start with so i thought i'm gonna stay indoors that's what i did yesterday morning too um and make Christmas cards for this upcoming table sale. Um, yeah, so I'm going to uh, make, well, as many as I've got cards for at the minute. I'm not going to buy any extra stuff in, but I'll make, I did have some left over from last year, so I'll make a load. If I can make about 40 or 50, that would be good. Um, to sell at the, at the local sale along with uh, anything else I can muster up in terms of dried flowers or even fresh arrangements, if there are any fresh flowers around then. Um, yeah, and the, and the one thing is, when I started off making these cards, so I, made, I started making them because my mother-in-law died and she had a massive button box and there were all these buttons. And I, I couldn't, I thought, well, I didn't actually know then that there was a market for buttons, but there is. <laughs> um, and so I thought, well, what can I do? So I looked on Pinterest and 
you know, I thought, well, I can make some cards with these. So that's what I started doing. And people seemed to like them. And actually, when I look back through the photos, I think, yeah, they're not bad, actually. And they're quite quirky, different. They're not, you know, you're not going to find them in the shop. Um, and people seem to like them. So that was good. I think, and I started off, I think I sold them for a pound each. Um, and a lot, I sold a lot, obviously, at that price. <laughs> and um, and then last year, I'd put them, I tentatively put them up to £1.50. But actually this year, I think I put them up to £2. And, and some of them are, um, each letter is individually hand stamped on there. So I will probably put those in the the premium pile because the weirdest thing is as well that um i've noticed that when you put a, a stronger price shall we say on it on things people seem to be more interested that goes with the flowers as well it's a very strange thing they seem to think that, that it's um you know obviously i'm probably undercharging because i you know get you get imposter syndrome i think oh it's not really that good it's not really worth paying that for it but um, actually, then when you do do something, you think, yeah, actually, that is worth it. And you put the price on it and people are like, man, that's amazing, you know. So it's a, it's a strange phenomena. That's what I have found. Um, so, yeah, what, uh, I don't know what else I'm going to do today. I need to do something constructive. Yesterday, I did make cards in the morning. Then in the afternoon, I went and cleaned out the quail. Uh, basically, I think one is laying now, but they basically stopped laying quail um and topped up the took a load a big bag of straw over for the um not straw hay for the guinea pigs and the rabbit um and did that and then got the dinner you know usual usual stuff it's been quite um a boring week really so far in terms of anything else it's not nothing very major happening um I think I went out into the greenhouse and watered the seedlings that I've got grown in there. The, the um, vegetable seeds I sowed the other day haven't come up yet. I, haven't, I still haven't cleared that bit of ground and put my garlic in. I'm waiting for the onion sets to arrive because I had to order those online. And they have not arrived yet. So when they do, I'll have plenty to go in the ground and it'll make a worthwhile job. Um, yeah, apart from that, I'm really... done many, many, you know, anything outside at all. I did... Uh, the frost is about to kill off the dahlias any day, really. We've been lucky so far that the frost, we've avoided it. So at the minute, I'm going around snipping dahlias and um, I've got loads of them hanging up drying in the kitchen as well as the lot in the back. They look really pretty hanging, actually. If you could only capture them like that, it would be amazing. Um, I think, well, I was trying, well, I've got three, six, nine, twelve, about 25 dahlias hanging upside down drying at the minute and there are plenty coming on still it's a shame about dahlias really because this time of year they're really just getting into their stride or they are in their stride and then the frost comes along and wipes them all out but um yeah i think i'm gonna go out and maybe do i'm running out of space to hang things to dry that's the problem but um there's tons out there i could cut and dry but um i'm running out of hanging space so it really is something I need to address at some point, get some get some more space. Uh, next week, I'll probably leave it to next week. Next week, I'm going to be doing some pumpkin flower arrangements. Um, there's a couple that have been ordered, and then I'll just put the rest up for sale, see how they go. But um, the sun's coming out now, but it's still quite chilly out there, as it is. It's going to get chillier and chillier as the year goes on now. Ooh. I just took a trip down to the post box um, and my onion sets are in there. So that is a job I can do now. Um, 
and also a uh, letter from my rheumatology department, which <laughs> has just unfounded me, to be fair. So uh, once upon a time, you used to get a regular appointment with your consultant, um, depending on how you were. You know, if you were going OK, it would be yearly. If you weren't doing very well, it would be every three months. Um and you'd have uh, blood tests sort of every four weeks with a doctor and everything. Um, and now, these days, you have an online self-assessment form that you fill in. Um, so I filled it in with all my relevant details. Um, and so their conclusion is um, that the blood results were acceptable. I don't know what that means. Obviously, it's of a level that is acceptable. That does not mean to say that they are, um, there isn't anything wrong, but they are acceptable. Um, and that they've reviewed the information that I supplied and they are, uh, having carefully assessed your existing medical records, including relevant blood and imaging results, your status is not clear. My recommendation for further appointments is summarised below. So with that, you'd think, OK, maybe they're going to see me. No, your appointment will be made by telephone. An appointment will be made for you as follows, three months. And then it goes on to say that the rheumatology service is currently under extreme pressure. If we are planning to arrange another appointment for you, we will endeavour to book it as above, but we cannot always guarantee that it will take place within the proposed proposed time frame. So that means I could be waiting three months. I might be waiting longer for a telephone appointment to find out why I'm having you know, all of these little rumblings, it's not major. I, I think if I would, you know, if I had a proper systemic breakdown, they'd see me no problem. I get that. It's just that I, I do think that, uh, I think that problems are going to occur because they're not seeing people. So they're not going to be, they don't give you a physical examination. They can't see, you know, um, take a look at your joints or your skin or your nails or your the rash that you might have had or anything and so you know your levels are acceptable but three months when we give you a telephone appointment I might have they might be unacceptable by that oh, I don't know who knows uh, I just think <laughs> the whole system has gone to pot and I get that they're under extreme pressure but we have you know many many well thousands of people have um life long conditions that need careful managing in order to keep them and otherwise wow the workload would be extreme and I and I've read you know I've seen things where you know that the um incidences of things going undiagnosed and people getting seriously ill from it or even dying from it has gone a shot up massively and it's no surprise really because I don't know what's happened to the whole system and it's not just the healthcare system, it's nearly every system, like I keep saying, they just seem to have totally collapsed. The world has gone to pot. Hello, it's quarter past ten on Thursday morning. It's foggy this morning, still foggy. It was foggy early this morning, it hasn't lifted kind of hoping the sun might come out and burn it off but it's still looking heavy out there um yeah so uh this is going out today um i'm trying to think what else i did yesterday 
but I can't remember. But nothing outside, I don't think. Oh, I cut lots of flowers. I did cut a lot of flowers yesterday and I've got some flowers to do for today. Um, but yeah, nothing major, major. Um, and yeah, I was just listening back to that and uh, I was thinking that, and funnily enough, I mean, I did make a recording in the week and um, I was going to say that I was going to have a couple of weeks off because I just felt so unable to function. But... Um, yesterday, sort of late in the afternoon, it suddenly all shifted a little bit. So whether I, maybe whether I did have a virus, I must have had something. Um, I've still got some things that are rumbling along, but I don't feel like completely wiped out like I did, um, which is good. Uh, I'm just listening back to that and I was thinking, yeah... So these, um, so my, I don't know, whatever is reported back is acceptable. They're acceptable. They're acceptable to who, though? That's the thing. Acceptable levels of whatever it is, um, you know, inflammation within your parameters, but not acceptable to me because I'm feeling discomfort from it, you know, if you know. So I, I'll tell you one of the things that I've got is... Um, and it's a weird thing, and I've I've been speaking to my hairdresser about it. Uh, so my head, my the top of my head, when I place my hand on it, is very sensitive. I don't it, I don't know whether there's inflammation in the hair. I don't know whether it's the hair follicles, but it feels like um, you know maybe like I've got pins on my hand, and when I press them on my head, it, it feels very sensitive. It's weird. It's a weird thing. I don't know. I've not had it before. Um, it feels a little bit better today than it did um, the other day. It felt really very sensitive. And in fact, one night John patted me on the top of the head. I'm like, oh, please don't do that. That's not very, that doesn't feel good. Um, and I actually, uh, I was due to have an appointment. Well, I, I thought I had an appointment with her next week. And I said, I think I'm going to have to cancel because I just it's just the sensitivity is just, you know, not nice. Um, she said, actually, your appointment's next month, not next week. <laughs> so I said, oh, OK, in that case, we'll keep it going and see um, see where it is then. But it's it's just little things that, um, you know. And, and also, I you know, I've been I was saying to John and the girls, and I don't know whether it's menopausal. Could be menopausal. I don't know. I'm going to have to... Um, you know, ask about that because uh, I've no idea. I've not been menopausal before, so how am I supposed to know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so, so just it's just little things, but I do feel a lot brighter. You can probably tell a lot brighter, a lot happier, a lot, a lot less tired this morning. Um, so yeah, so hopefully, you know, whatever it was, whether it's whether it was cyclical or whether it was a virus or what I don't know hopefully it's passed and um, I can carry on with my life because that's all I ever want to do just get on with my life and just be normal um but yeah anyway <laughs> thanks for listening to me rambling on this week the um the bird flu thing continues I think I was listening on the radio yesterday and um somebody was on there and they were talking about the bird flu and they're saying but what is the point of shutting all the domestic birds down when on the rivers and lakes you've got dead bodies of wild birds that nobody's clearing up and this is the illogical side of it all you know you you're immediately shutting down all the domestic and you know birds um uh, which you know is fine if you're clearing up all the dead bodies of these birds that are, these wild birds that are dying with bird flu but you're not so they're polluting the water so it's just no makes no sense as with a lot of things in life makes no sense um <laughs> i guess but anyway, yes, thank you for listening to this week and I uh, will catch you again next week. Bye for now.